Welcome to another 6-Minute Monday where I give you 6 tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on a football field. Just a quick side note, it is very difficult to say 6 tips and tricks, at least for me. I challenge you to do it. Uh, one of the best tips I could have ever given you was to not start off 6-Minute Monday by saying that, but I do it every single time. Alright, tip number 1. Uh, the exercise that I am toying with right now, it is actually an oldie but a goodie. It is the holy grail of strength. It is something that I had gotten away from because uh, I had was beating down my body. The gains were insane, and there will be an entire podcast on this, but I, I'm fine-tuning it. I am experimenting with a new aspect of it, and Joe Marechko and I are doing it right now. If you want to know anything about it, just do a, a, a go on Google, type in advanced training, Holy grail of strength. You'll see what I'm talking about. But the, the key thing to take away from this is that it is taking the big the big lifts, bench, squat, and deadlift, and doing a sub-maximal weight on them every single day. So uh, you're going to squat, you're going to bench press, you're going to deadlift every single... When I say day, I mean every day that you're working out. There's no leg day. There's no arm day. There's no ab day. It's an everything day. Every day. All right, so that was thing number one. Uh... Number two, training tip of the week. And I had mentioned this in the last podcast on Secrets of Strength. If you missed it, go listen to it. But at the end of your lift, if you want to quietly sneak in working on your breathing and controlling your parasympathetic nervous system, I highly recommend that you would perform a static stretch. And during each stretch, you do nasal breathing. You perform nasal breathing. So what does that mean? Imagine you're doing a, I don't know, we'll take the simplest of the simple. You're doing a good old arm across your body. You know, you got your, you grab your left hand, you put it on your right elbow, and you're stretching out your, your lat, your tricep, and you're just pulling it in. I'd say, how long should you hold it for? Well, one breath in through your nose, four to six seconds, hold your breath, and then one breath out, four to six seconds. It's a really good way to calm guys down. I know when, a, when we have big training groups, say 30 people, it's also a way to get kids to, to shut up and focus on and maybe, maybe just calm down. It's a, you know, so these guys are all hyped after lift. You want to calm them down. So work on the nasal breathing. One breath in, one breath out. All right, thing number three, the quote that I am thinking about. I heard this from Ben Horowitz on Tim Ferriss' podcast. He said, culture is what, what you do when people aren't looking. Culture is what you do when people aren't looking. So what does that mean? So say for advanced training, uh, if my, if a guy that trains with me and I see him warming up on his own, maybe I just happen to catch him at a workout, I walk in the gym and he, he's doing his own thing. If he is not doing our warm-up before he lifts, then he hasn't bought into the culture of what we do. If people only do things to make their boss happy or their coach happy, and they only do it when that boss is around, well, then that culture, culture really isn't there. Uh, a couple of proud moments in my life is really have, having seen guys do the right thing. I kind of caught them doing the right thing, but I, oh, man, it crushes my soul. If, I, uh, if I've trained a guy, haven't seen him in a while, maybe it's been like five or six years, he's out of college, and then I see him doing everything we didn't teach him to do. He went back to some ugly habits. So really, if you want to know if you're making an impact on people, see how they're doing things when you aren't around. Okay, thing number four. Thing number four, the something that I've recently uh, watched that's made a pretty good impact on the way I look at things. So uh, Joe Derrida had sent me a YouTube movie. I guess it's a movie that's on YouTube or a documentary. It's called I Want to Look Like Him. It's about a regular guy who sees a fitness model or a jacked-up bodybuilder, whatever you want to call him, and he says, I want to look like that guy. And he was 42 years old. He was about 27% body fat. And in six months, 
he changes to, he was 205 pounds. He goes down to 155 pounds and 6.7% body fat. And uh, he details how hard this really is and how, I'd say, I, I don't know, uncomfortable you have to be to look that good. And Rob Mulligan alluded to it on his podcast with me, but it's worth watching, especially for people that are struggling struggling with their weight. This isn't like a, a linear progression to awesomeness. He didn't go from 205 to 155 and look in the mirror at his six-pack every single day and think he was the man. No. There are many ups, there are many downs, and I highly recommend you watch. It's about at 40 minutes into it, the burrito incident. I'll leave it at that. There is an incident with a burrito. There's... The <laughs> It's awesome. The guy has an emotional breakdown over a burrito, but if you want six-pack abs and you want to, you know, compete in a bodybuilding competition, uh, <laughs> just watch it. Watch it. Thank you, Joe Derrida, for sharing it. Uh, thing number five. Thing number five. Productivity tip. So, what one thing that I like to do, and we'll put this into coaching right now, is that we have things called everyday drills. So, if you're, a, say, a position coach in football, the linebackers every day, they have things called everyday drills. And I think a good thing for productivity, for drills that do not require creativity, where you're trying to create muscle building, mem- muscle memory, uh, aka in my world it's it's a habit, is do the same thing every day. There's no reason wasting time in practice for things like that where you, you don't need creativity and you could just have them repeat the drill over and over again because you know how hard it is to install a drill, you know how hard it is to keep uh, kids focused, just do the same everyday drills every day and then and not only does it become a habit, but now it's not like you have to sit home at night thinking of new drills to entertain your guys. And this is, this is the parts of practice that don't require creativity. If you want creativity and you want fun, do it somewhere else, but that's not the time. All right, thing number six, the weirdest thing I heard or saw in the gym. This is actually not in the gym, but I was listening to a podcast called Business Wars. Highly entertaining, great podcast. I suggest you listen to it. And they were talking about uh, how the size of a pl- Sony PlayStation controller was determined. Uh, this figure a controller that you're holding to play Madden or whatever people are playing now. <laughs> The size of that controller was originally designated to be small. It was from a, a, an executive, I'd say, in the uh, the 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 eastern part of the world, came in and said, "We want this small controller." And then a executive from the United States said, "Nope, we have big hands. We would like to have a bigger controller." And the executive from the eastern part of the world said, "Nope, let's arm wrestle over it. If you win, we'll make it bigger. If I win, we'll make it smaller." And oddly enough, these two executives, they had an arm wrestling match, and the guy from the United States won, and now we have a controller that is what it is today. All right, that was it. Enjoy. Again, I'll leave you. I challenge you to say six tips and tricks. It is not easy. Thank you very much. Have a good rest of the day. Bye.